ungodly. You are now tuned in to your favorite co-host. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Solar T. And together we are Ghetto and Godly. Hey. You can catch us right here on the Hot 702.5 every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, all I feel right. like that was real smooth. I feel like you put your sexy lady like we come on yeah. at 9 o'clock voice today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see you. I see you. Ain't nothing wrong. Nah, Ain't nothing nah, it's wrong. that midnight love okay. voice. <laughs> No. Midnight love with Mimi voice. <laughs> well, welcome back, y'all. It's been a minute. Not it's, really a it's week. It's been a week. You say that every time. Yeah. A week is a long time. It's been feeling a like a minute. in a week. Okay? It do be happening, mm-hmm. though. Okay, life. Yes. Well, this week's episode is all about advocacy and is inspired by the original Auntie Mary J. Blige's hey, whole damn year. My auntie. Okay. That's Auntie Mimi. Auntie, for real. <laughs> for real. Go look real. it up, y'all. Go look it up. <laughs> So we're going to be discussing how we can use our experiences, voices, and votes to take a stand. And I think, you know, that's going to cover a variety of topics. But we have a, a very nice yes. guest in here with us. We're happy to friend. have Okay, okay. <laughs> Mimi, introduce your friend. Oh, my gosh. Our so friend. Because he's our friend now, but I'm going to say your friend. friend. We have B. I call him B. Baltazar, okay? He is in the building. I met this man six, seven, six years ago. You guys, we worked at a call center, and the biggest mistake this job made was sitting him next to me because oh, I'm a Lord. whole clown. <laughs> a whole clown. He didn't get no work done, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. But... You weren't sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were nobody damn sorry. He stopped taking calls, <laughs> all type of shit. But now he is, what you do now, B. Baltazar? Because you do a whole lot. You out here in this community. Are doing the work. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been involved in the community, I think, since that call center. Keep talking. Since that call center is when uh, things really changed up for me. I, you know, had a little moment. I got I got situated, and I started doing what I needed to do. Yes. My passion is being involved in the community, doing out there, making real change. I'm not, you know, some person that wants to be in some far-off place. Mm. making changes from a distance i want to be in the community in the trenches Mm. doing what needs to be done and really just getting my hands dirty so now i've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of our elected officials Um, now i'm focusing on working with domestic violence victims I, I currently sit on the board of cosmetology as the vice president. Yo, right. every time I look at my license, my friend's <laughs> name is right there. Okay, <laughs> B. Baltazar is on my license. So, Brian, did you? So, in terms of the cosmetology, is that something y'all that brought y'all together, like that you clicked on, or was that something? No, that I didn't after? find out until I seen his name on it. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> oh my god, I I know him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so, so that wasn't planned originally. I was doing outreach for an elected. Um, and just ended up being at the Latin Chamber of Commerce and I got approached and I said, you know what, let me help you fill that seat because they were looking for someone in the public sector that wasn't a licensed professional. That's the seat that they were hoping to fill. And I said, well, let me help you get connected with some Latinas that I know because that's what they were looking for. Okay. And at the end of the day, they asked me if I would do it. And I said, wait a minute. I wasn't <laughs> gonna, I wasn't wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> I was throwing my name in there. I know nothing about cosmetology. Like, are you sure this is the right move for you all? Because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be a mess because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But so far, it's been a really big learning experience. I've been able to you know, bring the knowledge that I have in the community and really just make the board into something else. Mm. Now, I've also gotten to learn a lot of, of about people, mm. you know, people out there that are hustling, people out there that are trying to make a wage, people out there that mm. are finding that, you know, I'll be honest, that the government is preventing them from living their fullest and best life. Okay. So that Ooh. is what I, my passion is, is trying to make sure that I remove those barriers for them mm. so they can't accomplish what whatever they want to do. That's so ghetto and godly. Yes. Brian, we're so you. happy to have you. Uncle I'm Brian, come so on, Uncle Brian. Come friend. on and sit I down. I believe the moment I knew he was, he didn't belong in that job, but not my ass didn't belong there either. He was just <laughs> there for a check. I think we had a focus group. 
and they asked us where do we see ourselves in five years or something and you said something that was completely over the head of like the manager that was in there about being a politician or like being involved in politics they were like what the fuck and then I said something crazy I'm like we're not supposed to be here (laughs) we'll take that last check to go please (laughs) to go yes you're right I remember that conversation and I think really you know, we were doing some stuff and I was, you know, helping you doing some side yeah, stuff. Yeah. And that really spoke to me. Mm. I said, you know, I'm totally down to help a friend and Yes, you can you always come through. If you if you need an email articulated, <laughs> he's he's your man. <laughs> we both are. Can you write me. this email for me, please? please. Yes. <laughs> Throw some good words in there. Throw the good <laughs> sprinkle them on there. Sprinkle them on there. That's what's up. See, I love I love when you're able to it's kinda it's just like what Goodell and Godly stands for, right? It's being mm-hmm. where you are and elevating from that space, not thinking that that space isn't enough, mm-hmm. but really using all that you've learned and all that you've gained to really reach others or just empower others through through your own actions. So yes. we're so happy to have you yes. here today. I am so stoked to be here to be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm going to be on the show. Please listen. <laughs> Please. Uh, well, now it's time to get into our ghetto and godly mm-hmm. moment of the week. So this is a moment for those listeners who are new with the new to the, to the congregation to be able to just express something that was ghetto, godly, or both. That happened within the last week since we seen it or heard each other last. <laughs> Mimi, you got your ghetto and godly moment? Mm, y'all know I'm living this ghetto and godly life. We okay? know, we know. <laughs> um, it's just been an amazing roller coaster experience to and a blessing to be able to wake up and do exactly what I want to do every day. Mm. And that's being an esthetician, being a part of Ghetto and Godly. Like, that is such a blessing. Like, I've never worked so hard in my life. Mm-hmm. I had to wait to get 30 to work this hard. And mm-hmm. I am honestly enjoying every fucking moment of it. Come on now. Like, I'm so blessed. Like, I can't I can't complain. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but I have no complaints. But you're doing it. We see you, yes, sis. I'm out I, mean, I don't even be trying to bother because I'm like, I already know she at work. <laughs> I already know she at work. Girl, you don't be bothering me. I wish you would check in with me more. Oh, no. well, okay, I'm going to do that then. What you doing? What you doing? With the eyeballs. Every 30 minutes. What you doing? <laughs> like them. Like them. I seen a meme today that talking about, fellas, stop asking these ladies what they doing every 30 minutes because they already out to eat with the man that asked them man. to do something at 730. Niggas. So I'm a, you just want me to just, what you doing? I'll be a you nigga going, then. I'll do that for you. What you doing me to fucking death? See then when I start what, what you doing her she gonna be like damn no, bitch, I'm find, not some, find some business I love you no, no, no I love never. you too oh, oh. <laughs> y'all we gonna spend some time together tomorrow we'll yeah. get back to that yes, we'll get back yes. to that until <laughs> we got guests now we got company we we got company now what about um, yours um and we gonna Brian you gotta do yours first what's I, your I, ghetto and godly moment yeah Brian. what's your ghetto be Baptizar um I think just some of the struggles that have been happening this past week you know working in domestic violence mm-hmm. I've been waiting you know really a lifetime to work with these organizations that I'm truly passionate about and you know some things didn't work out at the beginning of this year but God opened up a new door mm, come on I've been, been fully embracing it and I'll be honest sometimes it is difficult and sometimes you you do feel some type of way because you want to do more for, mm. for these people that are suffering and, and being affected by the traumas in life mm. um, but having that one moment where you're just having a casual conversation or you know just treating a client like they were a normal Mm, person mm, without mm. their situation without taking that into account just having you know getting to know each other as people Mm. really just brings it back to me that they are not you know some client that you're here helping like that there's no emotional connection there's an emotional connection Mm. with every single person Person that you touch regardless of how small so mm. I'm thankful for those moments because it really sometimes I just need that refresher mm. that brings me back to the reason that I'm there. Yes, yes, amen. Oh, <laughs> oh and how we follow that? Okay, that's it. That's the so that's my too. Okay, yes. yes I so think real. my my ghetto and godly moment is just I um I was just thinking about like kind of what direction I want to go in, kind of with my business because I think there's so many things that I'm interested in that like I'm getting I'm overwhelming myself a bit right so I'm like well what is it that that means the most I had some moments this weekend that it was just like 
I really felt God was talking to me, mm. and I really felt God like was saying like, "Take this. Mm. You don't have to choose one. Mm. You got these pieces. Mm. Work these pieces, and know I got you." And I feel like I felt that, like I had those that conversation, those and multiple conversations and moments this weekend. So we'll see what that what that blossoms yes. into. So, mm-hmm. Girl, you out here glowing, friend. Thank you, yes, thank you. Yes, I don't have no <laughs> ain't shits on me no more. No. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving them where they yeah, be, leave okay. them where they be at. So <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's what's up. Well, Mimi, it's, you know what time it is. It's time to get messy. It's time for messy Mondays with Auntie Mimi. Okay, so we are gonna talk about <clears throat> treasure. I don't know if you guys. Me Baltazar to fell out. <laughs> young, young treasure was on Doctor Phil, and mm, she expressed she how was. she is not black. Clearly, sis is black as fuck. <laughs> okay. She has straight, naturally straight hair like a white person. That's a lie. Her lips aren't as big. Her ears. She even pointed out her ears, y'all. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I got little ass ears. So you can't <laughs> tell me. And I'm as nigga as they come. I, but I thought white people always had bigger ears. That's why I was like, I don't never see no white I, people with no I've little ears. I've never heard that before. Cause that was ears, like. But you know what happens when people aren't aren't in this dimension living? Yeah. Like, everything just sounds confusing. Well, she is transracial, right? Because I'm not she, with this. We have Rachel Dolezal to blame Dolezal. for that, okay? You don't, you don't know. Dolezal. You don't, that's not that lady name. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Like, I'm done. You got me over here standing. That's not her name. <laughs> Rachel, okay? So, um, this young lady was talking about how she's not black. And it's like, you can stand with the whites if you want. But why do you have to put us down? Like, Rachel Dolezal didn't put down white people. Why do you have to put us down, sis? I think it has to do with, it's trauma, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's trauma. And so, the, I was serious. Like, when you're telling with people that live in different dimensions, that's the way I like Different realities. It. Different realities. Mm-hmm. Like, you live in a different reality, and it's just, it's saddening to me. She's shaped like Kim Kardashian. And it's like, you, uh, when she said that, <laughs> that was the way I had to time out. Because I'm like, out of all the people that you look to for the epitome of whiteness. She's a great I mean, in a certain all, aspect, yes. But, like, in terms of their aesthetic features, like, come on now. We real confused. I'm, well, I'm she's Armenian. Yeah, <laughs> First <confusing>. off. <laughs> so, that's, I feel like that's real messy. We gonna, I feel like we're going to see, we're going to see a lot of her. Do you feel like the transracial, like, do you, do you both believe in that idea? I don't think that's a thing. I, that's why I had to ask our supporters and our followers, like, is this a thing? Like, let me know. Cause I don't think it's a thing. Like you can be raised in a certain, like there are white people that are raised in predominantly and black culture. neighborhoods and that's culture. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're, you're black. Yeah, and race in and of itself is a, is a social construct. So, I mean, I think that's where the conversation can get a little difficult because it's not race isn't technically mm-hmm. like a real thing. Yeah. It's something that we socially yeah. embrace mm-hmm. and then it has associations with that privileges, all that shit. But I, I don't, I don't believe And you got a whole perm out here, Treasure, talking about talking you. Talking about she got straight. naturally straight and hair. And you need your ends clips. Just go see a cosmetologist. Uh. Real quick, <laughs> go see a cosmetologist. Brian, what do you think? You think? Do you believe in it? Oh my gosh! Is it real I, to you? I was like, is this real? Is this old? <laughs> I, is I, this I, old? I, you know, oh. you you see those Facebook yeah. videos that are super old and it looked old. All, she looked dated. I mean, it, it did though. It, it did. looked like damn. Y'all done brought this clip from two thousand four yeah. back up. I swear, this looked dated. I <laughs> so I thought it was. I mean, I, I thought it was messy. And but I honestly do feel that we are going to see more of that come mm, up. Like, yeah. You know, as, thank as, you, Rachel. As their barriers start <laughs> falling down, we're going to see people start identifying with different races. And, you know, I think absolutely someone can have a connection with a different culture. That's yeah, not a connection is and different. Adopt it mm. yeah. and embrace and it. it. Exactly. But that um, don't make you that person. person. That'll make you no. that race. And but, I think even when they try to compare it to like, transsexual or transgender like that's not the same mm-hmm. thing that's not At it all. y'all that's mm-hmm. not the same thing mm-hmm. so nah. so yeah it makes me uh, like ugh. <laughs> just i think it just makes me go back to like can we just be proud to be who we, we are? are so you don't have to say like i'm proud to be a white woman you could just say i'm proud to be what's her name treasure treasure I'm proud to be treasure. Treasure is this treasure is that like why does it have to be like i can't be black to be treasure mm. Yeah, that's what it should be. But. To me, like, I think mm-hmm. that it just goes back to, like, 
the self-hatred and the internalized hate that mm-hmm. she's received from somewhere her whole mm-hmm. life and whether and i seen somebody talking about her mama something about her mama and how I like anything on that it's something to do i gotta remember i can we gonna have to go yeah. come back to that on ig story or yeah. something but it was something and it was just like I, this is a lack of love yeah self-love community love, love community family love, love. So yeah. it's, it's a lack of love it's a lack of it's an ignorance too because yeah. there's an ignorance that you could be beautiful and be black Mm-hmm. Even if you don't associate with that, yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't make a whole race less than, and then you can't be associated because they're less than. That's weird. So, mm-hmm. all right, treasure, sending you love, sis. Well, that's well, that's it for Messy Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the national day? The today? national day today is National Oatmeal Day today. Did you have some oatmeal today? I did not. I feel like I you have eat a oatmeal. whole. I- <laughs> You look like you eat oatmeal. You eat oatmeal, Mimi? I do like a little brown sugar oatmeal. That's what I'm talking about. Like you look like she grabbed an oatmeal and then a yogurt, a yogurt to go every now and then. Not a yogurt. Like little two packets. A little you know, two. I want something to stick to my ribs. And I'm watching my figure. You know. And today is also National Cat Day. Cat Day. Okay. I do not like cats. I don't. Mm-mm, I don't either. Fool with cats. They're I had a bad sneaky. experience with cats when I was little. They're too much like people to me. I don't like oh, how you jump on tables <laughs> and stuff. Like, get your ass down. Get, get your ass. If you tell down. me you have a cat and you are bringing something to the potluck, I don't want look. it. It better be store bought. I just be- don't want no more potluck. How about that? I, that's one thing. I'm. I yeah. Free from corporate. Yeah, I don't want no more potluck. I don't even want to be tempted by them. I didn't. I didn't really participate. Mm-mm. I didn't really participate even when we worked there. I was like, oh, is that store bought? Mm, I don't want it. No, Mimi was doing her own thing. <laughs> I really did. She was just interested. I, I like potlucks, but then I like <laughs> then you just get so many stomach aches. Then you then you got to be done. I don't trust my people. grandma. Always told me, Granny said, "Don't eat nobody potluck Mm-mm. food." I said, "Okay." They be trying to bring stream bean casseroles. Who wants that yeah. on the phone? Like, who wants to eat that and then get on the phone? <laughs> Sometimes we got to think about this, y'all. Oh no, nobody want no damn casserole and then go get back on the phone. Crazy <laughs> casserole, spaghetti, spaghetti, and I don't. And, and if that's spaghetti everybody. separate, I don't want it. I don't even eat. I I don't even fuck with spaghetti like that. <laughs> quite honestly, I quite honestly baked ziti. Yes. Oh, mm. baked ziti, but spaghetti, mm-mm. and it needs to be separate. If I eat it, oh, I don't spaghetti? want I don't oh, want my Lord. shit mixed together. Are you? Mm-hmm. Do we need to pull? I need it to be se- I need to be Italian style, not nigga style. Oh. <laughs> so you don't want no hot links cut up in there? I don't oh, want no okay. hot links. Okay, okay. Unless they fried, but they gotta be fried hard with butter. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. I don't want no separate ass spaghetti. I want it all mixed up. Hell a little no. mystery meat. Set. You put sugar in your spaghetti? Hell yeah. Oh, oh no. Signing off. Actually, though, I, I don't as I'm an as an, as an adult, like as in like the last year of adulting. I've stopped putting tomato in a lot of. I mean, stop putting sugar in a lot sugar of things. Sugar do not go on spaghetti. Yes, no, the hell it does. First. That's a first. But like, if somebody making the spaghetti right, it shouldn't necessarily need it because it's supposed to be a little sweet. Yeah, because of the sauce. Um, do y'all because make, of the sauce, yeah. The hell because they put the sugar sauce is the like ketchupy, so ketchup is kind of sweet, so you don't have to it's add not sugar. She what get, kind of what sauce? Kind of, that's why you don't like, fuck with spaghetti. Uh, you eating somebody plate? You eating that ragu <laughs> still, huh? You still on ragu? <laughs> no, prego. <laughs> oh, prego. Oh, okay. Prego. Yeah, prego is a better sauce. Do y'all make spaghetti in your Latina household? Latina um, household. I mean. I'll be honest, it tastes a little different. <laughs> so when you go to Olive Garden, it's not the same as if your Thea makes it. <laughs> so right. you're like, oh, okay, thank you. But y'all do make spaghetti? <laughs> we do make it spaghetti. Spaghetti. So, but he yeah, said it is fire, okay? It is, it is definitely different. Mm. I'll be honest, I like mine's authentically Italian. Mm. Like, oh, y'all like the separate shot? Uh, no, no. Oh, like, oh, no, oh. it's not separate. I don't know where Mimi's going with this yeah, separate. I don't no. like a separate. I don't even eat ground beef like that so Mm-mm. it's with turkey and they gotta Lord, be we need somebody who gonna make Mimi some fire ass spaghetti so mm. we can get her I ain't never taste her no together. fire ass spaghetti that's why you ain't all, never had no fire ass spaghetti with no catfish and no green beans on the side spaghetti during a fucking we baby need somebody, shower we need some fish place y'all where the fish place I need a, I'll do a fish plate but with I the spaghetti and the green beans I feel like that's always a fish plate size spaghetti <laughs> and green beans <laughs> oh. 
I've never, I've never tried that. We're going to have to get some fish plates together. I'm going to ask somebody. She always talking about a fish plate. Y'all know I love me some fish. She, she asked me to go to the store and come to her house and fry her catfish. I did, and she like, didn't, y'all. Ain't that, some, ain't that terrible? Who, do I look like She's I fried catfish? My, hell yeah, you do. Just like, you look like you eat oatmeal, okay? And I know your ass. Matter of fact... My best friend Zakia and I was talking about you and your sisters because we want some old smothered chicken. No. And some enchiladas. Yeah, y'all have to talk Ooh. to her. That's, That's why I said we're going to come We gonna come and mediate yeah. and bring a plate, okay? Yes. Mediate and bring a plate. <laughs> Anywho, okay, on to the next. Well, it's time to jump into the conversation about advocacy. Yes. So I think first off, you know, we always like to take a step back to talk about what is advocacy. So the, by definition... Advocacy is public support for a recommendation of a particular cause or policy. So when we think about advocacy, are there any, I know that Brian already talked about domestic violence being something that you're an advocate for. Are there any other things, Mimi, Brian, that you're an advocate for, that you publicly mm. are advocates for? Maybe not publicly advocate for. That's something that I want to do in the very near future, but I'm a walking advocate for young black girls. Come on from, now you know, inner cities that maybe feel like they, they don't have enough. They're not enough. They're not beautiful enough. You know, just, mm -hmm. I am her, you know, I've been there so I can advocate for that. And I, I do want to do a lot or more in the community to, you know, reach out to those young women and let them know like, Hey, you know, there's a way out. You are it. And, um, yeah. Maybe you need a shirt. That's a getting a shirt is a start. Young black girl. Yeah. You are it. You are it. That's it. That's a movement. Man. Period. <laughs> so, yeah. Because I think, like, when we go back to talking about treasure, mm. she's been told in so many ways that she's not it. Yeah. The way she is, how she is, who she is, like, she's not it. So, we need to tell her, sis. You are it. You it. Mm. You don't have to be outward. You don't have to be and, external to uh, be it. Like, you got it inside of you. And there's a lot of treasures. Maybe not to that extreme, like, I am white. But there's a lot of treasures, mm. you know. Girls that ain't comfortable with their nappy-ass you know, hair. Your nappy hair. Your, I love dark, nappy hair. Your dark complexion. You know, your figure. Maybe you don't have the, the boobs or the butt. Like, like I said, I was her. I was olive oil. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, all <laughs> Olive oil, okay? I can see I got a little boop, okay? <laughs> a little boop. <laughs> so I understand, but, you know, we just, we need more leaders in the community, more women to, to talk to them and let them know they're it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I Brian, agree. What are some other things that you're an advocate for? I mean, just to touch on what Mimi said, you know, just being visible mm -hmm. and being you know having those people see that i am a part of this community too mm. and this is what i have done just by being visible yeah. it, it really it, it encourages other people to also jump in there also tackle their hardships mm. so i absolutely commend you because I, I i do show my girlfriends like hey this is my friend she's doing this and that and they're like, oh, you better be proud of your uh, friend I mean, I, i'm totally Advocate. proud of my friend because i know how you, hard Brian. she works and so i you know i'm i'm like you know, focus on what you what you're doing because mm. she's doing it. I don't I don't see why anyone else. That can. means a lot. So, that means a lot, man. Because so, I feel like I, I'm sorry. I mean to cut you. I feel like I've always been like, damn, like why I just can't walk a straight line? Like just be you know, you just be normal. You like you don't have to walk no <laughs> straight line. Such a rebel, like getting kicked out of <laughs> hotel rooms and shit. Oh, that's your <laughs> that's oh the I met Brian. <laughs> Yes. Mimi had a a, a <laughs> yeah. birthday party my last 29. year. Oh, oh yeah, that was today. That was. that was a full year ago. Yeah. That's crazy. And got us put out the hotel. No, no, it was <laughs> no. a good time. It was a good time. It was. <laughs> it was I mean, until we got kicked out. <laughs> oh my god. Of the conservative hotel. But oh my lord. That means that, a lot, Brian. Always, always here to support. But I really some of the things that I like advocating for is you know I don't want to see. If I ever were to be an elected official, you know, I'm, I've always told my family, I don't want to be a replica of what I, we already see. Mm -hmm. When no, you are, I'm sorry, you had to correct that language. Oh, okay. yes, yes. When I am, because I, I, I don't want to, I want to be able to offer the community something different mm -hmm. and be able to show, hey, this is what I've done. This is what I hope to bring. Uh, as opposed to these people that are so disconnected from the community, you can't reach them. Mm -hmm. They are never to be seen. Um, and I just don't want to replicate something that's already do, being right, done. done. So if yeah. someone is doing something right, I want to support them mm. in that space 
and help them. Now, yeah. once they, you know, drop the ball, then I might have to, you know, exactly. Beyond that, you know, I just want to be able to support the community at large. I've worked with a lot of homeless. In fact, on my way here, I saw a homeless client mm. that I've worked with. Mm. And so, you know, those are the issues that really touch me because yeah. these are vulnerable communities, mm -hmm. people that have been sexually assaulted, mm -hmm. that have endured some kind of sexual violence, people that are homeless, people that have mental health issues. Yeah. And that's a lot of that in it, Las Vegas. There is so much. We rank, there's not enough resources. No, there is not. We rank the highest in the country mm -hmm. as sure, far yeah. as, you know, the states. We're top tier mm -hmm. as far as sexual violence, mm -hmm. sexual assault, domestic violence, human trafficking. I mean, the issues we're nearly number one in all the things that you do not want to mm. be number exactly one in. Right. Mm. Yeah. and so i feel that the only way that you really can do something about it is by getting in there shaking things up being involved and knowing what the issues are and then working with other grassroots i i'm 100 grassroots i don't mm, believe in on. like mm. you know this big entity coming in i'm gonna fix this for you mm. like no it has to come from the community yeah, in order to have yeah. real the community has change. to change exactly mm. and so that's what i want to do now, speaking on my uh, cosmetology experience, obviously, like I said, I had no idea what I was stepping into. Mm -hmm. I'm not a licensed individual. All I know is that these people are coming to me because we just find them $1,000 and they may be recovering from a health issue. Like they mm -hmm. may not have the funds to pay for that. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, how are we gonna find them prevent them from being able to practice their you mean businesses you're finding we're like finding salons. individuals individuals okay. and mostly individuals practicing right? cosmetology exactly so oh, wow. for whatever reason then they can't you know use their license because they haven't paid their fees and i just see this snowball effect yeah. and yeah. it's i i, I bring and it it's up all about the i seems like it's all about the dollar like yes there's procedures and guidelines in place and yes we must follow them but like you said what if you don't have a thousand dollars to pay this fine now you cannot feed your family mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. with what you've been you know what you've been licensed to do and also mm -hmm. talking about like okay that's a part but the other part is what business tools have we been able to provide you so that you ha can have a sustaining business that right. would generate you that thousand mm -hmm. dollars so that 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 is something that you could have you know what i mean just on a on a regular sense mm -hmm. i think that there's so many parts of that right mm -hmm. so yeah. part of it is that we we need a we have a need but a part of it was like is a monetary need but it's also a living need like you were talking earlier a lot there are a lot of barriers in place for us to not live our best lives yeah. mm -hmm. there's a lot of information there's a lot of you just walking you know the what, what do you call them the un, untold secrets or the yeah. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. of those worlds mm -hmm. of whether whether it's mm -hmm. cosmetology mm -hmm. like in every industry has them mm -hmm. and we got to start taking them down yeah. like sis listen Here's where you can go if you need some help, but here's where I need you to go so you can learn how to run this business. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And we don't, do we have those resources? Because I don't know about them. I'll be honest, those resources are not there. And since I come from a community outreach standpoint, like that's what I've done with the elected officials I've worked with. And I'm like coming to the board, I'm like, why don't we have like a mm -hmm. workshop, a mm -hmm. seminar? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we reach out to the community? Yeah, how about we recognize real. some of these businesses mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. Can we give them a certificate? Can we mm -hmm. like, what can we do mm -hmm. to make these businesses feel like I'm not just paying a fee to this right. faraway agency right. that mm -hmm. has no involvement in my life mm -hmm. other than to ruin it when I'm stepping yeah. out of line? Like, I don't want that to be the image that we have, but that unfortunately that is, has yeah. and is the image that mm -hmm. we have. So. Fortunately, by this next year, we are going to have some some new things. I feel like that we're working on okay, that we finally great. are going to be able to see. And this has been like years uh, in the in making. making yeah. Like it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I always have such a problem with with government is because it shouldn't take that it, long and it shouldn't it should be that complicated. Mm -hmm. You hear the need. Mm -hmm. You, it's right here in front of you. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't take mm -hmm. two plus years to do something about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Action should be immediate yeah. because this community is suffering now and they're going to suffer a whole lot more mm -hmm. if we wait until later. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Be Baltazar for what? Yes. What you? What, what are we getting you into office <laughs> yes. for? Because we just need to already get the Let's get a guy to know so we can <laughs> yes. sign off. Yes. Okay. Where's the petition? Where's oh, the petition? Lord. Because I think that's when we talk about that, right? From a ghetto and godly standpoint of mm -hmm. even just voting, mm -hmm. we are discouraged from voting because mm -hmm. we don't see that action because mm -hmm. it takes two years to see. And we're looking at the need every day we get up. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day we get up that need, that whole, just be, that gap is broadened. So, you know, talk, let's talk about the importance of voting. 
Because one thing that I think as an adult, I never realized when I was younger is that you vote for something other than be the president. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, if yes. I'm completely honest, okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the most I've heard, the election I've heard the most it's about that so is not a non-presidential mm-hmm. election. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's amazing to watch and see. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think there's a lot of people that just don't understand what's going yeah. on too. So it's like, okay, go vote for what? I just experienced that yesterday with my sister. I said, you make sure you go out and vote for what? My vote doesn't count. And we, how many other people have this mentality? Yeah. And my vote doesn't matter. My one little vote, but it matters. We have to understand your vote counts, especially now. And we need some more workshops on, and breaking down what what they're voting on. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I think that's the mm-hmm. thing is with a bat, like, okay, we know the president. We can see that. We're not even going to get into electoral yeah. college, you know, all that. But, like, yeah. we see that. But, like, what are the – there's a lot of things and policies yeah. and other positions that we vote on yeah. that I don't think – people know what that means so what are like the important i know there's question three with the nevada energy like Mm -hmm. can you are you able to go into some of that with us so i'll definitely try because they they do get a little complicated Complicated. it's confusing it does get confusing and so question three is to you know, it, it has like stop any the Nevada energy, energy. monopoly. Exactly, yeah. it's so I'm definitely it more than yes for that. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> <laughs> they need competition because who? If you don't have Nevada energy, who else are you? Who go? else? I got Nevada get? energy. Okay, right. shit. So that's one no thing I do know. It's okay. more like it. But no, I mean, some of these questions get confusing. Um, you know, I'll just be outright, you know, as someone that works with victims rights and, and ensuring that victims of violent crimes have those rights, because I'll be honest, I was a victim myself not too long ago mm. of a violent crime. Oh, and yeah. it was really hard for me to mm. to be I was doing that work advocating for people at that time. Then I became a victim and I was mm. like, whoa. You know, I'm thankful for the experience because it gave me a new lens, a new perspective of, oh, this is the the struggle that they go through. Mm -hmm. So I'm eternally grateful for it. Um, And so I'm absolutely for, you know, question one, which is Marcy's Law, giving victims more rights. Mm -hmm. I know some people are hesitant because, you know, we have to amend the Constitution. And so it it gets a little scary, but change is scary. Yeah. And we got to make some kind of change. Change is necessary. Exactly. It is. So and that's giving people more. Let's talk. Can you break that down just a little bit? So the question one is about giving, you know, violent crime victims more rights. Is there anything specific in that that people should kind of be aware of? Or Absolutely. So some of the things that uh, you need to take into account when voting on that is that oftentimes victims um, are not notified of when their batter whoever assaulted them is moving through the court system. Mm. Sometimes they could just be surprised I'm at your doorstep Mm. because no one, it's, no one notifies them. Mm. Hey, they're in detention. They're in the detention center right now. They're about to go to their first hearing after they just assaulted you. Uh, You know, victims are like, well, do I need to be there? Should I not be there? Mm. You know, how do I find out what happens after they leave? We as a domestic violence organization only have so much authority and so much information yeah, available to legal. us that yeah. we can provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, oftentimes victims end up re-victimized because they're like, well, my batterer just got released. I had no idea. Yeah. Here I am packing mm. all of my shit mm. to get away and flee the state. Mm. And he shows up at my door and wow. smashes my windows. Wow. And here I am re-victimized, re-traumatized. What's the point in leaving if this is, if even when I try to get away, protected. I can't get away. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's just small things like that that allow for a victim to be part of that conversation, be informed about what's going on with whoever beat them, and then also ensuring that they have access to resources. Mm-hmm. A new program that SafeNest is doing is that they're having volunteers, average people that want to do the work mm-hmm. and advocate for d- uh, domestic violence victims, go out with law enforcement and respond to these calls. Oh, I'm, sign and me so, up. Yeah. So, <laughs> how do so, we, you know, how do, like, that's the thing. Like, how do we become involved I in that? Is there that. like a link where you could send us oh, or yes. something like I will, that? Okay, I we're going to post that. Sure we're going to post that. Because Mimi, I know she signed up ready to go. <laughs> I know, she, I was, she signed up I'm ready to go. People, okay. I mean, honestly, it's a little... Oh, you the one! No, meet me, come. Meet me down. Yes, advocate for them. But yeah, some of those situations are all like, man, you, we're walking into this household. This woman just got terrorized by her husband. He's in jail. Or maybe he's not even in jail. Maybe he's mm. out running the streets. Like, we have no idea where he is. Mm. So it's a scary situation for us as well because, you know, we're walking into a dangerous environment. Right, right. But at the end of the day, this woman, or sometimes this man too, mm. right, just 
experience the most terrifying experience of their life and we are there to bring them down let them know that they're not alone and let them know that we are going to move along with them at their pace through this mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. uh, because that whole process like getting the police involved it's, it's, it's all so much mm -hmm. it's a whirlwind that sometimes you're like you know what fuck it I'm mm -hmm. not going to deal yeah. with any yeah. of it mm -hmm. and I've seen that time and time again and then victims coming back and saying I wish I would have pursued that mm -hmm. I wish I would have done this or that I would change this mm -hmm. this and that and I'm like you know we can't but let's work on what we can Turn do absolutely so it's it's sad um, but definitely, there are a lot of important issues that are up for, so for the ballot. So question one, we're going to vote. I mean, I'm voting yes. <laughs> okay, we're going to vote yes on yes. question People, one. Everybody has their voice. No, I'm just trying to yep. jot down my votes. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to pull them up. Right. I don't remember what order they're in. But I know also another one is automatic uh, voter registration. Mm. And so that that is a, you know, I hear a lot of positive things for voter registration, like automatically going to the DMV, checking a box and automatically being yeah. registered to vote. Yeah. I've also heard some horror stories about, mm -hmm. you know, immigrants that go in for their uh, license uh, because we do provide immigrants uh, mm -hmm. that are going through that legal process right. the ability to drive in our state. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they accidentally don't check off that check mark mm -hmm. and then they're, they, they, registered, they register to vote accidentally, not fully understanding mm -hmm. what they're checking off. And now all of a sudden they're, uh, now all of a sudden they're uh, um, a felon. And so it compromises their ability to move forward with that citizenship process. Oh, wow. So it, it's Because they inadvertently checked that box and now they're a felon. Exactly. Because it's a felony to try to register to vote without as an immigrant. A, without being a U.S. Yeah. citizen. Oh, my gosh. So I, I think maybe by... There has to be a fix for that. Like, we should be able to There should be something a system should exactly. have. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's sometimes a lot of good laws have good intentions mm. but at the end of the day sometimes they end up hurting someone yeah. beyond repair yeah because i think they're they're not i think all because people are dynamic right mm. laws aren't mm. built to mm -hmm. be dynamic mm. and so there's a lot of situations that we just don't think of when we're writing certain things which i think is also the importance of having diversity within office right, right, right. because the more perspectives you have at the table the, more, the less you mm. know risk you're taking of just excluding people and the more from understanding that table. you have absolutely yeah. Unfortunately, here in Nevada, we have some of the most diverse politicians. We have access to our electeds like no other state. You know, you mm. can call them up. You can show up at their job because a lot of the politicians. Yes, I know somebody who just did that. Really? Yeah, yes. So I was like, you did what? You went where? <laughs> and just walked up in there? And had, it sat down and had a conversation? Huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can oh. do that. In California, where, you know, that's where I'm from, you can't really do that. Like, hmm. these politicians are so inaccessible. You're like, man, I'm just waiting for a phone call. Like, can someone reach me back? I don't care if it's, like, your mm -hmm. third assistant down the road. Like, please, someone just reach out to me. But here you get to reach out to them. You get to meet them face to face. And we have unbelievable access just as Nevadans that I think it, it's our duty to, to vote because we have that access that others don't. Mm. So we can really affect change. That is so interesting. One of the mayor of Henderson showed up at my job the other day. And I was like, sis, when y'all gonna fix that pothole <laughs> on Green Valley? Because right. I'm tired of hitting it. I had a hole in my tire. <laughs> but she was a really nice lady. She was cool. You did not just tell her that. <laughs> and next time, oh let's God. bring up another list. Oh we, we need to have you with a list ready to go. Oh <laughs> just in case God. she walks up in there again. Also, oh, she She's coming back. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> also, we like to talk about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I think so much about just the process of advocacy and voting is awareness, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that, those barriers that we were talking about earlier, from the, we're not just privy to having that information. Mm -hmm. So I think a part of the responsibility is to vote and do these things, but the, also the part of the responsibility is to educate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I can do better with and maybe, you know, maybe I oh, can yeah. figure out ways to do that with the ghetto and godly because there's a lot of things that I just don't know about. Yeah. And I think even coming from a different state that, you know, is very much so coming from Minnesota and that we call that the women's state. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things mm -hmm. in place. If, if I ever knew somebody that was, you know, being bad, I, I could think of three resources offhand, mm -hmm. not even just the other ones of where I could connect a person with or who I could call. And so mm -hmm. that's one thing that's always really bothered me about Las Vegas yeah. is like, y'all got one shelter? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all, they almost closed. Like, yeah, shade, so, was it Shade Tree? Or? So Shade Tree, um, they shut down part of their of their of their uh, 
building okay only to renovate okay. because okay. they, they want to be able to serve people they've had a leadership change i've met the leaders and they are absolutely phenomenal people That's awesome. mm-hmm. really invested in the community really using all of their resources um bringing hollywood even to las vegas to do some fundraising i was okay. i was wow. i was like wow this is impressive this woman is really in it mm-hmm. and so yeah i mean they are renovating and they're trying to update keep up with because they also serve the homeless mm. and so down at down exactly <laughs> they, they are the largest women's shelter and so they 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 take a lot in mm. as far as homeless dv victims sexual assault victims children i mean they do a lot so they had to shut down to renovate okay. um you know another shelter that i you know was connected with uh, was destiny house and they're uh, mm. a human trafficking shelter mm. which is different because it's not yeah. a dv shelter like mm. a lot of these shelters you still have to qualify for mm. um, because they have to ensure that you know they have the resources to help you with what your situation is mm. and human trafficking is a bit different than domestic violence i mean they're connected yeah. but they're you know it's a different, different experience exactly it's a different experience and they were really the only shelter that was really servicing that population mm. I haven't checked in on them, but they had lost some of their funding. Oh, And wow. so that was a resource that potentially was going to disappear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I shared it. I donated. I tried to, you know, do my bit. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, all we can really do is our okay. bit. Yeah. But we, we don't have many shelters. And I always, always used to tell... Um, people when I worked at Catholic Charities you know coming from different states like California where resources are abundant Mm -hmm. here in Nevada they are not Mm, not. I've had the experience of working with several shelters up and down Nevada Mm -hmm. and it is just it's 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 them pickings like there's not a lot to offer and and it breaks your heart because Mm -hmm. you You know know, there's a need there's a need there's a and it's so interesting to me how it's all kind of intertwined like the mental health and the foster care system impacts Mm -hmm. the human trafficking and the domestic violence like it all kind of intertwines with each other if you don't address the mental health then they're gonna they're bound to become a victim of something domestic Mm -hmm. violence Mm -hmm. human trafficking so It's a lot, it's but I think it's it's, we have heavy. to we have to be responsible. So, Brian, if there's anything, any information you can send us, send, make yes. sure to send it to our email. Absolutely. If there's anything you know going on, we want to make sure that you know we're a, a, we're accountable yeah. because we have a platform in which yeah. we can speak. And there's a I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners that have been in those situations or would love to you know lend a hand in ex- changing that experience and uplifting mm-hmm. that experience for someone. So, yeah. thank you, Brian. Oh, absolutely, thank we you. appreciate you. <laughs> Go out. It's all about advocacy, y'all. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're going to transition into Sola in the City. Ooh, who are you throwing the panties to? Throwing them? No, <laughs> no, we're not throwing panties today. So I was thinking in preparation for this episode, I was like, you know what? Like, would you date somebody that has different political views than you? Or is that even like a deal breaker? Is that a thing that, like, do you ask somebody on a date, like, what are your political views? How do you, are you pro-life or poor choice? Like, do you do you have those conversations? Is that something that you feel should be, you know, in alignment in a romantic situation? Or is that something that just really doesn't matter? I think in this climate, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, that's important. Because if you standing over there with them folks, <laughs> you over there with them red hats. We going oh, you was with Kanye? <laughs> Oh, okay. No. The nationalist. Uh, the nationalist. <laughs> I feel like that's super, it's super important. It's so important. So what would be a deal breaker? Like if somebody was polar opposite or if they just had a different view? Like, for instance, pro-life, pro-choice. Um, I think that's... Is that that's, something that you and, mm-hmm. you know, your partner would need to be aligned on? Yeah. We plan on having a future together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we want to... Possibly conceive a life, mm-hmm. then absolutely we gonna we gonna go through with it, or we you know, or we not. Mm. <laughs> it's a hard stop right there. I think <laughs> it. Is, I think it's 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 interesting, especially like as I've been you know talking to people, mingling, you know, doing a little whoop whoop. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of things that politically that I view that are are very strong because I'm a womanist and because I'm a feminist. And I do need to have alignment mm. with my partner. I, I would need him to be a womanist and a feminist too. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's, I'm, I'm also a great fan of diversity, but I think from a household standpoint, yes, we can think differently about things, but there's some things in terms of human treatment, mm. in terms of how we view law, how we view, because I think a lot, it ties a lot to your values, mm-hmm. right? And your character. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. 
Yeah. What about you, Brian? Oh, absolutely. I think political ideologies, political beliefs are a window into someone's values that they hold Mm. as a person. Mm. And so absolutely there's space to, you know, share Mm. what those values are and learn from each other. And maybe it'll change where you sit on those issues. But fundamentally, I think it's a window into into who they are. Mm. And so I know for myself, I have to be with someone that shares those same values or is along the same cusp. Because if we're polar opposites, I mean, not I'm going to end up hating you every time I Mm. come back home. I'm just going to want to start a fight with Mm. you just Mm. because I think you're wrong. (laughs) Just because because you're wrong. (laughs) I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I've been petty. So (laughs) Brian said he get a little messy on Mondays. But I I think it's important. And Mimi's right, especially in this political climate that we're in right now. We Mm. need to know who we're surrounding ourselves with. Mm. There's plenty of space to have friends. We have different beliefs as long as we're respectful but more and more we're finding that that respect has gone out Mm -hmm. the window and do you think there's like an appropriate time to talk about politics like on the first day is it okay to be like so i have some questions for you how have you really felt about this recent i don't think it's one of the first questions but as like on the first date date, though as yeah as the date Uh progresses and you're like okay well that checked out okay what about this This. Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah absolutely I i think i don't think that and I think there's there's so many ways that we're taught about like don't talk about politics, don't talk about the politics are bad, like mm. but politics impact our our daily life, yeah. like in in a way that I think we it would be so nice if we could change the way we view the word politics mm. and like what that means and the impact that it has on us and like just like even from like the potholes, like mm. the person that's in charge of making sure <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and that's not the person, but that person is over this yeah. group of people and has in you know mm. insight and influence. And there are so many other issues that also, again, mm-hmm. impact your life daily. But we always kind of, I think, especially, you know, Shy talking about being ghetto and godly. Mm-hmm. Like, my black family never sat down and was like, we need to talk about politics. politics yeah. Never. Never. We need to make sure we know who is running. The first time who's, we talked about politics was when Obama ran for president. And mm-hmm. all we knew was we was voting for Obama. <laughs> didn't even know why. We didn't even know why. Because he black. Okay. <laughs> What they said, it's a red set. We vote for everybody. We root for everybody who's black. But sometimes we gotta go check. All the time we gotta, we gotta go gotta check. Matter check. Fact. Okay. You gotta because not everybody that skin folk is your kin folk. Yeah. One, but you have to be able to understand it for you. I think, and that's something that we mm-hmm. overlook is like un- having an understanding for yourself. Mm-hmm. One, knowing it is what what you need as a human. What is it that you even think is important? Because mm-hmm. some of that shit you might not think it is important. And mm-hmm. Yes, people can argue that, but if you don't think it's important, own that. Mm-hmm. But there are things that you think are important, and I. And I I want us to know about those things. I want us to know how we can impact those things. Mm-hmm. And that, that that would be beautiful. And I think in the dating atmosphere, absolutely. I want to know what you're passionate about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think passions usually fall somewhere into politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I've I've scared plenty of people away when <laughs> when I've had that conversation. I was like, how do I walk around this? How do I address it? Because mm-hmm. I'm in the thick of it, so mm-hmm. there's no avoiding it. Yeah. So it, it it comes out, and sometimes I may not hear back from that person, and that's okay. And that's okay. That, and that's okay. What's for you, don't miss it. So, you wasn't for me. But I mean, I think it's important to have those conversations from the beginning because you don't want to make an investment in yeah. someone that you're just not gonna align with. Yeah. And then that's uh, you know a lost investment Mm -hmm. an investment of your time absolutely well congregation we want to know what y'all think we're gonna post that on uh instagram talk about it we want to know like is it okay is uh tomorrow we're gonna talk about it like is it it, what political views in your in partnership or your relationships is that does that play a role for y'all we want to know and do your political views align with your life oh you are like you say that you over here but your dollars is over there. over there like <laughs> they're not for you <laughs> they're not for you they're sis. raising taxes for you so what are we talking about <laughs> so <laughs> well let's see what we're gonna get into in the solar system this week so tuesday tomorrow mimi and i are going on an adventure we are going on a road trip Where are we, going, mimi? we are going to los angeles west hollywood the grove to oh. see uncle charla we coming. Uncle I need Charlemagne. You to sign my book. Yep. Okay. <laughs> sign my book. <laughs> so make sure you stick in. If we, if we got reception, we'll be on live and doing all that fun stuff. So we're going to take our ghetto and godly road trip. I know a few places. It's a chef we need to hit up. Okay. Ooh. It's a chef. I wow. need to. We need to. 
Well, I definitely wanted to hit Roscoe's. Oh, we definitely hitting Roscoe's. <laughs> oh, okay. And then Sunday, we're going to Complex Con. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going back out there. So we're going to be, it's a Cali week for yes, us, y'all. Yes. It's a Cali week for us. Um, and then on Wednesday, I know, Mimi, what you doing on Halloween? I ain't even asked you yet. Um, you from the party with us? I guess so, yeah. Let okay. me go find my Tina Turner outfit. Okay, okay. <laughs> girl, we can, I can help. Girl, let me see what I get in my closet. Yes. Okay. So on Wednesday it's Halloween, so we are gonna uh, we're gonna go t- uh, swing through uh, Ninja Karaoke for Girl Talk with Christy and Fanny. They're hosting a, a, a party there, and then we're also gonna swing by Classic Jewel okay. to have a good time there as well. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Are you dressing up for Halloween, Brian? I already dressed up and it, it was a mess. This That's what I'm night. saying. Like every this, like do y'all have can't be on no Wednesday again. because I was confused. It cannot be on a Wednesday again mm. because it's just too it's too much. It's too like, long. Like you got to pull out three costumes mm. and all type of shit. Like I was confused. Like damn, was it the thirtieth or thirty first? Because y'all was knocking this shit out. Bam, bam, bam. I had to put it on my story. Nobody answered me. Like I'm I was legit confused until I looked at my planner. Like oh, oh it's, it's the thirty first. Yeah, it's just on a Wednesday. <laughs> it works better on other days. Mm-hmm. Anywho, well, Brian, thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Brian. This was an awesome I time. It. I loved it. We're going to find another way for you to come back in, yes. okay? You gonna, we gonna have, and we're going to come out and, no, what we're going to do yes. first is we're going to come work with you. Yes. So you invite us. Okay. We, we, we want to come do some work. Mimi is already signed up to, to come I'm in gonna go and knock on escort some, some the people doors. with hey, the police. you, <laughs> come outside. <laughs> so it's plug time real quick before we go. Y'all, we have Beauty Shop Talk is coming up on Saturday, yes. November 10th. We are so excited for this event. I've been working with with some fabulous vendors we're gonna have some bomb treat yourself bad some good raffles and prizes so make sure you come get your ticket our link is in the bio tomorrow before we hit the road let's see at illustrious beauty spot let's go look up and <laughs> Ryan see go look at my polish <laughs> so, shady. I got <laughs> so shout out to illustrious beauty spot angel is holding it down she has a great spot over there make hey, sure angel. she runs a wednesday and a friday special you get 15 percent off so make sure you check her out hey. she does a fabulous job and so maybe for, we'll wait till wednesday low. maybe wait for the make till wednesday because yeah. for halloween yeah. i can't be out here with the nibblers yeah <laughs> anywho beauty shop talk is on a saturday november 10th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the illustrious beauty spa make sure you get your tickets uh we got limited space y'all so go go ahead and get your ticket together it's gonna be a good time we're gonna have some sweet treats um so make sure you join us it's gonna be a a night full of girl talk we're gonna talk about sex support we're gonna talk about everything oh okay brian coming brian said he coming okay we just gonna tell brian he coming okay (laughs) well thank you for tuning into this week's episode of ghetto ungodly hot it's all about advocating. It's all yes. about advocating. Go y'all. out and vote. Yes. Please. It is inspired by Mary J. Blige's single, A Whole Damn Year. Make sure y'all just talk about your experiences. Mm-hmm. Ask for, about somebody else about their experience. And let's do the work to get these communities together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, be sure to tune in every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. on The Hot 702.5. And keep your conversations going with your favorite co-host, Auntie Mimi and Sola T. In the meantime, be you, love you, and do you. It's the ghetto and godly way. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>